that's the end of the game. The final whistle's just gone kind of here at Stamford Bridge. And it's, um, it's a difficult sort of result because United should have won it. And that, apart from that, Chelsea were probably the better team by a mile. And the reason why United should have won it is the fact that we had the better chances and certainly the one right at the end. Stamford Bridge today, it's been a strange atmosphere for United fans. It was quiet for the first half. It felt like the journey down. And yet, at the end of the game, there's certainly an expectation that this is going to get better for Manchester United. The players are making their way over to the end now. And the Chelsea Stadium, as I look round, is emptied very, very quickly. The Chelsea fans, some pointing and laughing, others not understanding a word of what songs are being sung because they've not heard English very much at all. United players now clapping the support. I think of all the grounds that we travel to as United fans, it's the Chelsea Stadium that's changed more than anything else. From coming here in the 70s and the 80s and standing on an open terrace, we're now standing in the stadium, which probably does um, the Russian money proud. Um, and it's a shame that the people back there are starving to death because Abramovich took it from them and put it, washed it through a sort of West London football club. Thomas Tomanese handed his shirt over to one of the young fans and the rest of the United players being congratulated by Carrick as he leaves. today fully expecting us to get beat depressing as it sounds but I mean in the grand scheme of things I suppose at the moment a point isn't a bad result but the performance wasn't much to write home about but I guess a point you'll take it at the moment it's just Lindelof was sat in my fo- on my fucking <laughs> knee in the first half he was with that fucking deep yeah there was a lot of um, it was a completely different game set enough once we got the goal yeah, wasn't yeah, it yeah and which we missed which is very typical, isn't it? When you need a pint. <laughs> <laughs> Just need a pint. <laughs> I think the thing, the feeling was, though, wasn't it, that if we were holding, we looked to be holding out for, say, 60 minutes and then we were going to change things. That was the thought that went speaking to people at half time. But why not just go for it? I'd, I'd rather have come here and gone for it, personally, but that's because. I'm not so sure. I think a, I think, I think a, I think a but, point is something, something to grab hold onto. No, the game, I th- no, I think a point. At the start of the game, when I said I'd be happy with the point, you were like, yeah, we're going to get beat, we're going to get beat. Yeah, but game, games are dynamic, aren't they? And, 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 and you, you, you sort of let you change your mind as you move through. I mean, I think, I think we shouldn't lose, fa- lose sight 
depressing as it sounds, they're, they're the champions of Europe at the end of the day. They've been on an excellent run, and we've denied them a win at home. What? And that, that's that's yeah, a bit grim to say because United should should be open to win any game. F- but... oh, we got over the halfway line about four fucking times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what's depressing. There's there's there's, there's positives like United, to take from the game, I think. Yeah. Lots and lots of work to do. That's so United they're winning. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's brilliant. Hold on a minute. So what are you thinking about that, Peter? <laughs> How are you, mate? You're good, thanks. Uh, I, I was dead relaxed today, was you? I was totally relaxed, thinking we're not expected to get anything. It's more frustrating because you didn't expect to have a chance at the end, did you? No. Like a chance, a golden chance at Fred Hard. I would have settled for a point all day long, would you? I think probably I don't. I don't want to ever lose. Um, so, but I wasn't. I didn't have much expectation. I mean, it's snowing now here. Yeah? I know. I know. That's how we, by the time we would have disappeared when we got back home later on. Um, they seem to have a definite game plan. Carrick, McKenna, Phelan, et al. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was. I think. I think we started a bit nervously. Obviously, like you thought we were going to get out of our half, but then they settled in and started. Obviously, the second half in a great way, didn't we? So. I just think I was, I'm more than satisfied with that and it's uh, interesting to see what lies ahead with the uh, pending appointments of uh... well, well yeah it's going to be I mean hopefully so whoever is taking over it is Ralph or whatever um, he will have watched that and he will have learned something you think so wouldn't you you think, you think he's got, got a base of players there yeah he has got a base of players there we were very um, we complain a lot about having two holding midfielders we started with three today yeah I, well but, but the last few games you, you, you actually wondered you wondered what sort of what, what we were playing at all but I just think again the lack of confidence in, in, in the whole team shot and like without going back on the midfield but one Bazaka did at the end he did something brilliant and then did something so typical of United this season when he gave away a cheap ball after doing some really good skill I just think hi how are you thank you I just think it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he's got that mixed up, hasn't he? Yeah. Now, uh, are you getting back? Jumping on the bus here now, fella. I just. Uh... You see my response to it, though. I, I, I think, look, we, we know we haven't pushed on since last season, right? Yeah. There's only the Newcastle. And that was the Newcastle game was flattering. Leeds, Leeds was the only performance you fought. And looking at Leeds now, does it take a bit away from it after all? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that there's, there's a decent squad of players there if they can if they can be fine tuned. And yeah. sadly, it just looked like in the end they couldn't do. But it'd be interesting to see who he brings in, won't it? it all right. Have a good safe trip home. Good stuff. Happy with that? I thought I'll block it. It's one of them, minute. Like, obviously, t- you take a result for Chelsea draws, one of them, minute. Yeah. To be fair, the match that you get the result. I'd have, taken, I'd have taken one all before the game, to be fair, but the sub was weird, wasn't it? Sancho's playing well to bring Ronaldo up. We've been them on the break constantly for 15 minutes, but yeah, well, taking a little all before the game, so happy enough. Yeah. I love Brent's tip at the end. I thought it was courageous, <laughs> cur- amazing courage. He played well, hadn't he, up to that point? Yeah, really good. Really good at it. Do you know what? That is what it is. You, yeah, you can't complain too much, could you? I mean, they're playing well. You just beat Juve 4-0 at home. I preferred it if I'd caught it than their keeper. Because at least <laughs> we, you have to get it over the, the keeper. It's a slight disappointment then after holding on. And we did hold on because De Gea was brilliant, wasn't he, early on? That yeah. We should have actually nicked that and it really would have broken the yeah. routes. Well, first half, I thought we were really poor. Really poor. They couldn't keep the ball, couldn't string five passes together. And the second half, much, much better. 
a lot more direct, quicker, passing the ball a lot better. Um, I didn't expect that at half time, to be fair. I thought we'd come out and we'd be a bit tame and we'd get a bit of a spanking in the end. But no, credit to them, to be fair. A few of the players were brilliant. Fred, I thought, was great. I thought uh, Sancho was brilliant when he played second half. I thought I thought Bailly had a great game um, for once. Um, and Matic, Matic, really good second half as well. So, yeah, like I said, you can't complain coming here and getting a one-all draw because it's a good side and we're, we're not a particularly great side. So, no. you think they, they obviously will be disappointed. They're quiet outside. Um, they're usually a bit more lively than this, aren't they? They're, they seem to be a bit fed up, these Chelsea fans. Yeah, they don't seem too happy, do they? Anyway, I'm getting back on the coach. All right, yeah, I'll get back on the coach. How hey, do you feel? Uh, good result. Yeah. Good result. You'd have took that at the start of the day, would you not? We are not pro lower. Upper. And how was the atmosphere out there? It's a problem with Chelsea, isn't it? It's it's split, isn't it? So we were down on the lower. You were on the upper. The atmosphere on the upper a lot better than it seemed down the line. I honestly couldn't tell you. It seemed good everywhere, to be honest. Seemed good. It's a lot spread out that way, end, isn't it? Yeah. So it's hard to get a proper atmosphere, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. And, and uh, it's a to us. <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> now, yeah, there's some disgruntled Chelsea fans now passing us. Um, who do you think played well for United then? Oh, I tell you what, I thought I thought McTominay was game man. Yeah, he was superb today. Absolutely superb. And De Gea in the first half kept us in the game. Definitely. Definitely kept us in the game. And then just sneaky one out in the second half, and it was just a great goal, wasn't it, from oh, Sancho? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was goal. a great goal didn't from see Sancho. It. A beautiful goal. You didn't see it? Oh, I missed the goal. All right. Well, not the only one. On the he doesn't drink up. as quick as his dad, not you the only see. One. It was a good <laughs> you goal. missed it as well. I missed oh, it. You know. Welcome to the club. <laughs> one of the only grounds in the country that sell Guinness. Right, you know, it's extra cream one as well. Extra cream, oh, eh? 33.5% extra as well. Oh, it's a beautiful game. I thought a 1 1 draw was great today, though. I thought we Great did. result. I thought yeah, they played well. Fantastic. Can't, can't, I, they did the hard bit. They did all the hard bits every time, and then the easy ones, like with that Fred chance where he gets to play Lingard or Ronaldo in. The easy bits every time with defending and attacking, they did the hard bits well and the easy bits wrong. The passion <laughs> would air today, yeah, it was and we tried. put an effort in, and I can't fault the lads today. What one all is a poor result because I thought we had the chances to win it. Oh, we definitely had the chances to win it. But you like the effort, the, the effort, effort, effort. The, the it effort. was, it's noticeable, it's like the second tackle going in. Yeah, the effort would air today, so I cannot fault one of them lads on that pitch today. What do you think about, um. Anthony Taylor's refereeing because we never talk about referees don't we? because it, we all see the game differently but he seems to be getting poorer and poorer with Four. United games Four. in terms of his decision making and bookings and stuff that free kick at the end with about two minutes to go was never a free kick to them and they had a chance off it Yeah, that was never ever a free kick in a million years no he was giving some strange decisions um, penalty? Did anyone see the penalty? I didn't see it close enough to no, make a decision. We were a million miles. He just seemed to give it straight away and then nothing else happened, did it? A million miles away we were. I couldn't see it. I didn't see it at all. If it was a penalty, it was a penalty, but I couldn't see it. See it. Not close enough. But the effort was there from the lads today and that's all we ask. That's all that counts. That's could, all that counts. I don't, if you had to name your worst United player, I, I, don't, know, I don't think you could name one because they all put a shift in. They the all only, put the a shift in. The only mistake I thought Carrick did today was take Sancho off. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I thought... I thought He's done it for a reason, hasn't he? 
If we had to take somebody off today other than Sancho, it would have been Rashford. Do you think then we maybe... I mean, there's a lot of talk about Ronaldo's ego in there and whether, you know, the fact that we didn't start him was the reason we didn't start him. And did they say, right, you'll come on as an impact after 60 minutes? And whatever was going to happen, it was Sancho, you're coming off after 60 minutes. It almost looked pre-planned rather than a reaction to the game. Yeah, but you shouldn't pre-plan a substitution. You know that. Everybody else knows that. You, you make a substitution in how the game's going and I thought Sancho was did well today again three good games on the track now yeah. I never thought of it like that a pre-planned sub and now you say it it makes me sit a little bit well, more you just, like do, you just wonder the goal he did maybe, the, maybe. the goal was superb that he took because Rashford was, was trying to stay inside it. stay on side and he waited and then he just <laughs> side-footed it past what him he seemed to... <laughs> I thought we got beat me it was good right cheers lads <laughs> he killed it I've just grabbed a Chelsea fan who may or may not be happy with that draw. Tell us how you feel. Uh, disappointed. You know, we came here today to the home of uh, English football to uh, <laughs> grab a win, but, you know, it's unfortunate that we didn't. You know, we should have put the boys, played the heart out, but at the same time, they could have done better. There were areas of improvement. You know, if it wasn't for Genio's, like, unlucky touch, I mean, it would have been 1 0 probably for the Blues. Dea played well early on, didn't he? Made a couple of crucial saves uh, well, when you were pulling us apart. Yeah. Yeah? From um, that, you must have thought this is going to be an easy game, an easy three points. I mean, if De Gea wasn't on, on form as he was, I mean, you know, it would have been Rampage. But De Gea played a great game, and it's unfortunate that we didn't sort of pull out the three points at the end of the game. Is there an expectation from your manager that, that lots of things aren't good enough? Because he seems to wave his hands a lot. A lot. And, and shout at them a lot. Is there a danger that they're trying to like too hard to please him during the game and he's overcoaching? Because there's a lot of out of position in the end and people chasing the ball. And it came from a mistake, didn't it, our goal? Yeah, your goal came from a mistake, but at the same time, I don't think it's over expectation. I think the boys would, on this time just didn't play hard enough. You know, we've, we've seen how they can play, you know, the result on Tuesday against Juventus proved it all, you know, goals coming all from our defensive line. Um, the games that you haven't won this year, sounds daft, but the games you haven't won, you haven't imposed yourself early on, have you? The longer the game goes on, is that where is that something maybe of a problem where there's just like you've run out of steam? I don't think it's running out of steam. I think we like to uh, just go on the break, you know, take take on the counter and sort of make uh, sort of make great chances out of their mistakes. And you know, United today, their midfield once again doesn't exist, but their mistakes weren't that we weren't able to fully take advantage of them today and in the end we could have nicked it it would have been an unfair three points I think but maybe in, at the end of the day will that cost you anything or do you think you've got the strength to go through to the end of the season and finish above City and Liverpool because to be honest with you we'd always want United to win I'd love United to win today yeah, no, but at the end of the season I would prefer it was you on top if we are not going to be uh, I mean three points today would have been helpful you know we would have kept our three point lead on City uh, but I think we're still two points ahead of them so I mean points are points at the end of the day and you know we're still, got, we're still top of the league so it would be nice to take the points away from United before they bring their new manager in but at the same time you know we, the boys need to adapt more to be able to suit Lukaku we've become a bit of a well Lukaku's interesting isn't he because we never we didn't rate him because he bulked up far too much and he, and he lost the hardest pace He's not in the team at the moment. He's coming up from injury, I presume, or has yeah. he just dropped? No, he's come, he literally his first, this was his first opportunity to come back from injury, and he missed an absolute set, didn't he? Another, he's a flat track bully, isn't he? 
Uh, it was unlucky, you know. I mean, his first game back from injury, he hasn't played in over a month, so, you know, hopefully we'll see more from him. And the whole statistics about him, we're better without him than we are with him. I mean, it's unfair because he went through bad form before. I don't think we've yet seen the beginning of Lukaku's reign. I think we're still yet to see him in this fully, uh, fully fighting season. Right, OK. Well, look, end of the season, hopefully you'll top Liverpool and City and uh, we'll beat you in the uh, Champions League final. So, all right, take care and thanks very much for your time. So that's it really from, uh, you know, we stand trying to get this up as quickly as we can after the game. A game that most people are pleased that we got a draw out of. A game that isn't good enough in terms of United's overall performance. Um, If we were playing this way still in a year, but given everything that's happened this season... I guess most people are quite happy that we're um, at least back competing by showing some guts out on the pitch and putting in some tackles. It's a long trip home, it's snowing here now. Um, And by the time we get back, who knows whether we make it all the way back with the snow that's uh, allegedly been reported at home. Um, I can't see it being that bad. That's all from Stamford Bridge. So that was Steve Black on the coach back now to Manchester. Uh, we didn't do a podcast from Villarreal, but it was a decent trip. I know a lot of Reds had a good time in Benidorm, in Valencia, in Castellón de la Plana. And there's a bit of issue with police in the away end. Spanish police are always quick to be aggressive. And unfortunately, most people in Spain think that the word hooligan applies to British football fans, they don't realise that it's actually quite a strong word in the English language. So they expect people to come over looking for trouble all the time. Villarreal is not a pretty town at all, but the people there were pretty friendly in my experience. And we got treated really well. We had a paella with one of the supporters clubs there. The Villarreal fans in Gdansk were spot on as well. And it's a great little football club in a little town that's grown to be quite a big football club and it's bankrolled by Pamesa which is a ceramics factory and they just put a load of money into the football club but it's not just purely benefactor if that makes sense they're really big into the community and it's an area that definitely needs cheering up especially in the rain as it was after the game there so I spoke to Michael Carrick after the game in Villarreal and he gave me a really good answer to, to a question I find him comfortable when he's talking about tactics, talking about football. It's been a good week for Michael Carrick because he went into training last Sunday morning and he didn't know that he was going to be asked to be caretaker manager of Manchester United and he will have been hearing all sorts about what was going to happen. Uh, He had a good relationship with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer and Reds have continued to sing Oli's name as we've heard in this podcast. I got a message from him during the game in Villarreal and he was buzzing that United fans were still singing his name, proper United fans in his mind. So Ollie's he's had a, an awful lot of support. And I think as we said on previous podcasts, I don't think people felt they could go on any longer. The results were becoming so bad. But Ollie said that those last few weeks weren't going to mark his time at Manchester United in his eyes. He maintains he's left the club in a better position than when he found it whether that remains true well we'll see what happens next so United spent the early part of last week interviewing five uh, coaches for the position of interim uh, Manchester United manager and Ralph Rangnick was 
the the main one who United wanted. Uh, very early on, the club found out that um, he was gettable, and in the eyes of some people at the club, it was an absolutely no brainer to go and get him. And a lot of people spoke exceptionally well. So when that became clear, I spoke to people in Germany, people who've worked with him, people who know him far better than I do, and just got loads of glowing reports coming back. So it's a tough job for him. Uh, For anybody at Manchester United, it's a really, really difficult job. And we've seen that with the previous managers. Some of them had fantastic reputations and CVs, and it was still difficult for them. So... Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm no idea at this moment, after the game at Chelsea, when Rangnick is going to be able to sign. So it's been quite a fast-moving story, so I'd expect it uh, to be over the next few days that we hear something, but I've got no confirmation of that whatsoever. Uh, as recently as Wednesday afternoon, when the story broke, United was still interviewing other managers um, Rudy Garcia was someone who really impressed them. They asked him back for a, a second interview. He went to Manchester and he, he spoke at length about, about his plans. No one's really talking about him now at all because all the focus is on Ranić, and that's understandable. There's been some good articles coming out the last few days about uh, Ranić as well. People who've been over to see him in Germany and th- 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 there's some, been some really good detailed stuff set against people going, well, I've never heard of him. And I sometimes find it a bit embarrassing when someone like Marcello Bielsa goes to England and you get mainstream commentators saying, I've never heard of him. And I'm thinking, what? He's like one of the most famous coaches in the world. You've never heard of him just because he's not entered into your little premiership bubble. But Ranić was is definitely um, well respected. So let's see what, what happens with him. Uh, the next game then for United is Arsenal at home in form Arsenal. Old Trafford on Thursday night and then Palace on Sunday and then Burn Young Boys on a couple of days after that. So got a run of home games now after the run of away matches. I think United have done well to get out of that Champions League group. If you would have said to me at half-time in Villarreal at Old Trafford, United will be qualifying from this group with a game to spare, I would have been very surprised after that defeating Switzerland and going behind against the Spanish side. But United are through and we can look forward to a trip. We don't know where that's going to be just yet, but there's some pretty decent uh, opponents lined up. We don't know what's going to happen with the staff like Michael Carrick, um, but I'm sure it will fall into shape over the next week or so. I'm not sure when the next podcast is going to be. I'll be honest, we do these for free for you, so we need we need some form of sponsorship if we're not charging. And we've got some for this podcast, but we just can't do them when we've got no, no sponsorship. Uh, we've got a lot on our plates, we're busy and turning work down, so that's, that's just me being straight with you. Um, the sponsors for this one are ExpressVPN, and I don't feel like I need to read from a script because I use them and they're good. If you're after a VPN then go for them. They're really good. It's the best one I've ever used and I've used a couple of different ones over the years. And if you're not, then stop listening for the next 30 or (laughs) seconds or whatever it is. And ExpressVPN, well, they've supported this podcast and I know a load of you have um, have downloaded um, their app and their argument is that you go online without ExpressVPN is like changing while leaving your window wide open. You might have nothing to hide, but why give a 
random creeps a chance to invade your privacy. So it's all about privacy. When you go online without a VPN, ISPs, which are internet service providers, um, can see every single website that you visit. So they can legally sell this information, even without your consent, to ad companies and tech giants. And they, they use their data to target you. So that's why you get ads all the time where you think, how on earth do they know I'm thinking about that? With ExpressVPN, you can browse more anonymously. When you use ExpressVPN, internet service providers cannot see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Your data is encrypted for maximum protection. It's really easy to use. Trust me, fire up the app and you click one button. It works on all devices, phones, laptops and even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. So secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com forward slash united today. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com forward slash united. And you can get an extra three months for absolutely nothing. That's expressvpn.com forward slash united. The new United We Stand is being printed at the moment. And that comes out against Arsenal. We had a tough month last month. The weather was absolutely shit. And, well, there wasn't a huge queue of people coming out of Old Trafford having seen their team lose 5-0 to Liverpool, 2-0 against City in the rain, waiting to queue up and buy a paper-based product, which is what United We Stand is. So, subscribers, you should get your copies in the post. If you want a different Christmas present idea, if you order a subscription, 10-issue subscription, you want to order it for someone else, what we'll do, there's a one-off, we'll put a letter inside from myself, the editor, saying this is the first issue of the 10 issues that you're going to receive in the post, and this was bought for you as a present by whatever. So when you subscribe, use PayPal, just put a little note, and you might say, this is for me dad, John, um, and it's from your son, Simon. And we'll we'll put a decent letter in so that your dad knows he's getting a United We Stand subscription. Ten issues. And to order, go to uwsonline.com and you'll see the subscription link there. Take you one minute to do it. If you've got PayPal, we'll get the order. We're getting the mags printed this week, hot off the press. And that could be a nice Christmas present for someone to do that we've done it in recent years and people have tended to appreciate that so not sure when the next podcast going to be probably in a couple of weeks more big games non-stop games but I think this wasn't a bad week compared to where we were when we spoke after the last podcast after Watford United were in an absolute mess if you would have said to us after that one that the team would win in Villarreal and then get a draw against the European champions we would have all accepted that no one's celebrating this. And Steve Black said on the podcast that it all felt a bit flat before the game. And I think a lot of us have probably felt that. And of course, the news about the new strain of, of Corona as well makes you a bit nervous to see if there's any more restrictions coming in. So there's a lot of uncertainty around about that at the moment. We'll carry on doing what we do to the best of our ability. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. Until next time, goodbye.